when the enemy of this world comes against us. And you know what? It's his job to come against us, and he's been doing it pretty regular lately. So we, it's not a physical battle that we're in. It's a spiritual battle. Yeah, God's in control, but we got to let him be in control. And we don't react in anger, and that's what the that's what the devil wants his people to do. The devil wants God's people to react in anger so that they can laugh in our face, the people out there. Because if we react out of the things going on around us with anger, then in their mind they won. Well, I've read the all the way through this Bible, and we win in the end. God's already won. He took care of everything that was needed to be took care of when he was hung on the cross. So as a Christian, we win. We win in the end, and Jesus has already took care of it for Amen. us. He paid the cost. So let's just give the Lord praise for everything. Hallelujah. A lot of people around us need prayer. Uh, I need your prayers. Always, always need prayers. Need God's prayers. Amen. Me too. Still, still, uh, I'm still healing from the injuries that I sustained almost four years ago. I'm still not where I need to be. So I need prayer. I need God to touch me and strengthen me and and get me better than I am right now. So that's that's a big one for me. you know, look around that, and I see other people's lives. My problems are small compared to some of them. Amen. Really small. Good you know, God. So, I, I I don't usually worry about me. I try to pray for other people. So, we got to fill the gaps. All these people around us need prayer. So we're gonna pray. Gonna move into praise and worship. See what God has for us. But we're gonna praise the Lord Amen. and <clears throat> seek His face, seek His power. So let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for your grace, your mercy. Lord God, we thank you for all your blessings in each and every one of our lives. Lord God, everybody around us needs prayer. Everybody in this building, Lord God, I pray for them. Whatever their need is, whatever their need may be, Lord God, you know what it is. You know their hearts, you know their mind, you know their lives, Lord God. And and you know where they stand as far as salvation goes. Yes, Lord God, I just ask that whatever the need may be, Lord God, you... You take care of that issue. You take care of that problem. You meet the need, Lord God. And outside these walls, Lord God, our our friends, our families, our loved ones, the ones that are not here tonight, Lord God, meet their needs also, Lord God. Keep us all safe from this crazy world that we're in, Lord God. And I rebuke all the things that the enemy's trying to throw our direction. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. And I claim authority and I claim victory over it in Jesus' name. And, and Lord God, we ask that you take control of this crazy stuff that's going on all around us in our nation, Lord God. You take control of it and take it back. We claim it back, and we give it back to you, Lord God. But right here tonight, we're here to praise you. We're here to love you. We're here to worship you, Lord God. We're here to seek your power. We're here to seek your face, Lord God. We need a touch from you, Lord God. We need a blessing from you, Lord God. But we're first, we're going to bless you, and we're going to praise you, and we're going to lift your name up, Lord God, because we give all these issues to you, Lord God, and we know you're the only one who can handle them, Lord God. In Jesus' name, bless us here tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Remind of this service, Lord, unto you. And give you full invitation. Holy Spirit, fill this house. God, to fill our hearts, our souls, our lives to the overflowing of your mighty presence. 
Oh, Lord, as we come in prayer, God, calling upon your name, knowing that you are the author and the finisher of our faith, you are our hope, our strength, you're our purpose and our cause, Lord. Help us, God, to expend our energies, our resources, our strengths, and everything that we are to worship your great and mighty name. God, to know your awesomeness, Lord, your majesty, to learn of your mysteries, Lord, by the way of the Holy Spirit, bringing, Lord, the things, God, that you promised your church, Lord, equipping us with gifts, power, presence. God, tonight we honor you and praise you and worship you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We're going to discuss something here, and you can be seated. Thank you all. His brother Tanner's coming. Yeah. It's the core. I'll give you more on this in just a minute. But it's the core of what we're about. We've got to have the, the presence of the Holy Spirit in the church, the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit. We cannot let that escape us in any way because that, that's our source. That's our strength. That's our help. He's our, our total existence. And it seems as we go through these modern times and... and uh, more and more involvement and hurried pace and, and so many things we think we've got to get done that somehow he's getting left behind and, and pushed out. But we're going to discuss tonight, if you would, uh, get your Bibles. We're going to proclaim all together. This is part of it right here. You're going to know what I'm talking about here in just a minute. All right. Hallelujah. This is the Word of God. This, this is, is the Word of God. I will walk in it. I will walk in it. I'll abide by it. I'll abide by it. I'll adhere to it. I'll adhere to it. And I'll stand upon it. I'll stand upon it. For it is my strength. It is my strength. It is my power. It is my power. And it is my life. It is my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Thank you, God. You may be seated. Okay, I'm going to say it this way. The cord is the mechanism by which Christianity operates. A cord. Uh -huh. The early church were all about a cord. They didn't just talk about it, they lived it. Uh -huh. They didn't just write about it, they experienced it. They experienced it because that's what they did. And I mentioned a term a while ago, escape, and without a cord, and I'm talking about 
that which God has wrought. God created a method for us to operate under, and I'm speaking of accord. He, he, he made this available to us. Every individual coupled with other individuals that operate and, and attempt to fulfill the purpose of God in a, a uh, united front or in a, a combined way. But accord goes so much deeper than just the Webster's definition of the word. Accord is deep. It's deep. It, it, it's much more than just a, a mere conversation. It's, it's much more than just a, a how do you do and see you later. Accord is the strength and the empowerment, and it, it's so closely related. Matter of fact, it's part of the Holy Spirit ministry. Accord is part of the Holy Spirit. If you don't have accord, you don't have the Holy Spirit operating. And we need the power of the Holy Spirit operating in the church and in every individual, and individuals connected together that's what according is a connection of believers together to further empower the church and really to bring in the things God's promised in his word and see the workings of the might of the Holy Spirit in the midst of, of our church and and uh, groups and families and and uh, you know it's just apparent that so many places were just so without that so without it so we're going to talk about accord tonight Again, this is injection time. You can inject and discuss and comment. Um, but we start with, uh, of course, the uh, the early church, as I've already mentioned. But as we uh, prepare to continue on here, I just want to sample the congregation here. And a few of you help us, in your own words, define what are we talking about when we say accord. What, what does it mean? Sean, go ahead. Agreement. Agreement. Okay, that's good. Somebody else? I think the, the root word behind the cord is cord. A cord is a, a large amount of strings wound together to make a stronger string. Yeah. And that's, that's the same way it kind of works in God's kingdom. He wants us all wound together, working together. Yeah. And when we do that, we're strong. Mm -hmm. we're, we're a lot stronger than we are when we just pull in the string. Yeah, I believe it's uh, in Proverbs, I believe it says the threefold cord is not easily broken. Amen. And one, compared with every, every time you put a new wrap on a cord, you're strengthening. You're strengthening. So it is in the kingdom of God when we fully understand and get a hold of and start operating in a cord. And I know, I know, folks. You, we hear this all the time. The, the church talks about it. It teaches on it, but it can talk about it and teach on it all it wants to. But until we really get the full understanding of it and start operating in it, we're not going to, in the in a big way, fulfill the full ministry that God wants us to fulfill because it, it's a togetherness that we're talking about. Somebody else got a like mine, very good. Like there, there you go. We can talk about that for a while, for you. Like-mindedness, kind of brother King. Uh, a, a unity. Uh, I keep thinking about the military. Their slogan that don't leave, don't leave no man behind. That's good. Unity. Matter of fact, that was the, the topic uh, last night. 
unity in the community that, that we had over, over at the park. And, uh, you know, the comments that, that I made and the ones that I heard is a lot about the attempt to create not unity but division. And we know who is about that. We, we know who is the one that is always attempting to divide people. We'll talk about that a little more. Uh, does anyone else, I'm gonna give Brother Tanner a, a opportunity to inject here in just a minute. Does anyone else wanna want to pitch in? A, what what do you define? Go ahead, Brother Jim. Togetherness. Togetherness. All together. All together. Good. All right. Same spirit of mind. Yes. Spirit of mind. A little different. Good. All right. Right I want to kind of come off of um, what Waylon said. The, the that being a chord, uh, a bunch of a bunch of smaller chords wrapped around and making one big chord. One thing to, that I want to say about that is is that you know what is the function first of all of a chord? Like if you have you have like a rope or you have a cord or something in the house, what do you do with that? Well, usually you're attaching it to something. You tie it around something. One of the things that from, from what I have seen today is, is that what has been detrimental to one accord is, is that no longer is that one, all those chords attached to the same thing. All of those chords now have frayed and those chords are attached to a bunch of different things, which in turn makes the rope irrelevant. There's no strength in that. You've got all of these minor strengths placed in multiple directions. So when you have that, you, and you're not actually attached to the very same thing, uh, that's, that becomes detrimental. That's where, that's where we, you, know, you see strength go from strength to weakness. And so that's something that I've, I've seen. Um, and in order for, that to re, for, for the church to recover from that, everybody has to come back to the same thing in an agreement. And there, there's going to have to be some undoing. I mean, I'm, I'm throwing a lot out there at one time. There's got to be a lot of undoing because the reason this happened was, was due to high opinion and high ideas and high thought processes and all these other things. And you got all these different chords attached to all these different things. And so, you know, you think about it from a, from a dynamic standpoint. If you have 20 people, and I'm just using this as an example, you have 20 people that come into a church, how many people are attached to the very thing that you're supposed to be attached to and how many are actually attached to other things? And it's hard to get one accord when there's so many different things that you can be attached to. So. Very good, good. Uh, I was just thinking about the importance of, and this was brought up a while back, the scriptural content about, about the body, the physical body. It's gotta be in accord yeah. to work. Yeah. Amen. If the brain don't get in accord with the heart and give it that signal to beat, we're in trouble, right? right. Or breathe, yeah. or whatever. I mean, this thing is so designed and so awesome, the functions that it has, but it has to be in accord. And that, in a comparison, uh, the church is the body of, of Christ. The Bible tells us that. Uh, you can relate to a marriage relationship. If there's no accord in a marriage relationship, you don't really have a marriage, do you? That's good. Well, we're the bride of Christ, right? The church is the bride of Christ. Amen. So in order for us to properly operate and do what we're called and placed on this earth to do, it's absolutely essential. It is adamant that we live and walk and breathe in accord. And if we don't, 
we miss so much. And we don't really have the ability to do a lot of things because we're not. Now, a lot of people's problems, and we're talking Christian, we're talking churches here, we've got to beat on ourselves, like I often say, is that sometimes some people are so suspicious of other folks, they can't have any accord. And they're so about pointing faults out and all this, they can't have any accord. Uh, and it seems that, that there's a generation of all the negatives when it needs to be more of a generation of the positives to overcome the negatives when it comes to accord. And we can look way back in the Old Testament in Proverbs uh, uh, where uh, the Word says, you know, the, the things God hates. And if, if we're going to define accord, we've got to know what discord is. Right. And he says, matter of fact, he says that uh, God hates uh, he that soweth discord among the brethren, uh, that it's an abomination. So discord is separation. Discord is division, dividing. And that's what Satan's about. He's about dividing. He's about uh, separating. He's about distancing people where they don't have an association. And that itself scares a lot of people because they don't, want, they don't have any desire to have a, an association of, of brethren or sisters. They try to live it on their own. They try to do it on their own. And they don't really have the, the, the basics of accord and working in accord with other people for the same cause, same purpose that we all should be working for to uh, glorify God. Ultimately, that, that's what it's about, to glorify God. The church in accord glorifies God. Right. Go ahead. No, it, that's, that's perfect. Um, you know, we've... I don't know when it happened. I guess, I mean, it was more of a chronic thing that's happened over the, you know, just over time. And, and you say, well, what happened to the church? How did the church go from operating in the spirit and doing the things that were effective to being more worried about programs and, and things of that nature? How did we get so far off course from where we used to be? And it, it, it's slow and it's subtle. Very slow and very subtle. And I, and I, I think it, it didn't happen all at one time. You know, it is... As people begin to get generations changed, and people got older, and and you know one generation left the church, a new generation come in, and they got older, and you know so on and so forth, and you started seeing a slow pace down a different road, and these different ideas about how to do things, and different ideas about how to do church, and and that's and that was that's the very thing that God had dealt with with me on a personal level about is, it's great to have good ideas, it's great to. From a psychological standpoint, to have uh, it's great to have good programs in your church, but at some point in time, you have to have the spirit leading. It can't be psychological. It can't be planning. It can't be programs. It can't be none of that stuff. You got to wipe all that stuff away, and it's simply got to be a leading of the spirit. And, yeah. and 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 I think that when you you think about one accord, and you know, it's like, well, where do we start? I think it, it starts with, like you said, it starts with the Holy Spirit. Let's just simply agree, like say for instance, we come into a service, let's agree for one hour that we're just gonna do whatever the Spirit wants to do. We're not worried about programs, we're not worried about um, you know, who's doing what, we're not worried about any of that stuff. We're just gonna, for one hour, we're gonna get in line with whatever the Spirit wants to do. And I think it's real simple stuff like that that gets us back on track. Hey man, that's good, that's good. Um, give you a scripture reference. Get to you in just a second, Sean. Uh, matter of fact, I'm gonna have you read since you raised your hand. Thank you for volunteering. <laughs> Acts chapter two, verse one. The, probably, maybe the most well-known scripture in reference to uh, people being in the court. 
Let's read it for us loud. Just verse 1. However uh, far you want to go. All right. Uh, when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like a mighty rushing wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. There appeared to them tongues of, as of fire being distributed and resting on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them to speak. Amen. Now, if you notice in that interpretation, together was the word in the place of the court in the King James. Right. It means the same thing, but you can be together and you can still be separate. You can have a whole body full of people, a room full of people, and there ain't nobody in the, in the house in the court. Uh, just because it's together don't mean you're together. A cord in a cord is together. It's connected. It's knit. It's it's in, intertwined. In uh, really, this gets it is spiritual, but it gets really deep spiritual when you start researching this and finding out really what this is talking about. Because their existence, th these right here that Sean just read about being those members of the early church, their existence depended on. Their lives depended on the cord. Uh, another definition is, is uh, uh, not anonymous, but unanimous. There's a great difference in those two. There's a lot of anonymous Christians. You just never see them. Mm -hmm. Unanimous means they were all, again, together. They were there for the same purpose and they're for the same cause, and their hearts were connected, their minds were connected, their thoughts were connected. This is huge. Now, this really gets, I mean, it's, if you think about this, this is talking about something that is really so far-fetched in these times we're living in that it seems like an impossibility to ever arrive at this point. But if we do that, if we really come together and bind together and are unanimous and for like the definitions here of the same purpose, the same mind, uh, spirit-minded, uh, together. Uh, there's another definition in harmony. Um, so many things we could talk about tonight that relate to the importance and the necessity of being in accord. Brothers, sisters, 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 you know, the uh, uh, family in accord. I can tell you about families that aren't in accord. Uh, it's pretty ugly sometimes. And Lord help, probably all of us could tell about a church that wasn't in accord. Uh, we probably don't need to bring that up, but maybe we do because that's what happens when division sets in. That's what happens when people get separated in the very things we're talking about and things go south and then all kinds of chaos begins to take place. So there's a negative called discord what we want is a chord. And this moment, let somebody else, anybody got a comment? Yes. I think it comes down to fear. Because we all put up those force fields, no one wants to get hurt. And letting yourself down to have, like, say, I didn't know Tanner, and talking about him to become a brother in Christ and having faith in what I tell him, he's not going to go around town and tell everyone else. And just fear of other churches, because I've seen quite a few. And I've been to some of those that you're speaking of that aren't the best, and, and people have fear. It's like, oh, that that preacher just wants my money. I, I don't know how many times I've heard that one. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, he just wants my money. That's all he wants hives for. I'm like, 
It's like, it's not even about that. And it's like, you gotta read your words so you know what that means. Yeah. But it, it comes down to a fear in all, all levels, even to the Holy Spirit. When I was going after him, chasing him, it's like, even when I first started speaking in tongues, the devil's like, that's stupid. You just making stuff up. He still hits me with that. And I'm like, you're just making a bunch of different jabber up. Yeah, it ain't really the Holy Spirit. And it's like, you're just talking gibberish. Don't even, you better just stop right now. And it tries to get that fear on you and make you scared of what someone else is going to think about you. Like, when I started pacing around in here, and it's like, I kind of like that in the morning. I'll pace around, and I'll pray. That's just how I do it. And it's like, why won't you do it when everyone else is here? I'm like, uh, I don't know. It's like, it does it look a little weird? I'm like, yeah, it's usually not normal. It's like, there's no word. It's like, usually yeah. not normal. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll go walk around. Why not? But it's, I don't know. Fear will get you bound up sure. where you don't want to do the things that the Lord wants you to do. Mm-hmm. And that comes along with accord, because how can you be in accord with someone if you're afraid of them? Yeah. Or afraid of other things. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this also relates to good, wholesome, spiritual conversations with others. What do you think they did in these days? Do you think they got together and talked about the football game or, the, or whatever? No. What they, they were talking God stuff. They were talking Jesus. Uh, they were praying for each other. Scriptural evidence. I can give you scriptures here if you need them. Praying for each other, encouraging each other, praising God, worshiping God together. But, you know, it wasn't all spiritual. Sometimes, and you find again scriptural, that they were in accord in a practical sense as well. How do we know that? Because the Bible says that they sold everything they had and they furnished each one with their needs. That's practical sense. That's accord in everybody's needs. Seeing and taking care of one another, being conscious and aware of one another's needs, issues, problems. And this is huge. This is tremendous. And I really find myself wondering how far away from the real genuine accord that is biblical that we're seeing today. And I think I mentioned this in the fellowship uh, we talked about a while back is, is so many today just want to drop in and head out. Never know who they're worshiping with. Don't have a clue, couldn't tell you their name, nothing else. They're dissatisfied to come and go. And that's not the church. The church is a body that's supposed to be bound together. And when we bind together in the sense of the true biblical accord, there is a magnitude of power that God will deliver. The Holy Spirit will minister and distribute to everybody involved. That's the wonderful thing. Everybody involved is charged with this Holy Spirit power. And we see that's evident in, with the early church and in the book of Acts. Uh, the Acts of the Apostles. The Acts of the Apostles were possible because of the Acts of the Holy Spirit among the Apostles and the disciples in the early church of the day. So, anybody else? Go on. I'll try to make it quick so I'm not talking all the time. But I, I went to Hobby Lobby the other day ago, and it was a gentleman I used to work with at Family Dollar, Dollar General. And he went on and got another job. I heard he had some issues and problems. Got lost that job, and I didn't know really what happened to him. And I prayed for him here and there, but I ran into him at Hobby Lobby. But he like avoided me like the black plague. But he had a mask on. I couldn't tell it was him. Anyway, and I'm like, is that him? I can't tell. And I'm like, I don't know. And I walked off, came back, and I was like, I was like, well, I'll look and see his name tag when I go by to see if it's him. And it was. And it, when it got close to, and I think he knew I was going to go talk to him because I mean. Uh, I'd always go up to him, God bless, you know, shake his hand, see how things are going. And, but 
don't know. He, he went off and I had to come back and I came back over and the lady's like, do you need something? I'm like, no, I'm just trying to see if I know this guy. And uh, he's like, yeah, you do. And I'm like, but usually he would come up and say something. Uh, and I, so I could tell something was wrong, but that's why I thought it wasn't him. And it's like, he would have came up and said hi or something if it was him. And I just kind of set up a red flag for me because I mean, usually he would be more outcoming and, or at least come over and say, God bless you, something, anything. He didn't, he didn't say anything. So I knew if that was him, something was wrong. And came over and talked with him for a little bit, asked him what it was he needed prayer with. He said he was just going through a rough time. Didn't give me anything specific. I don't need anything specific. I just know the Lord likes specific. So if I can be, I'll try to be. But, uh, but it's, you got to, I don't know. I'm kind of getting off subject there. But if I didn't know him enough, even though I couldn't tell it was him because of Mac, but I, usually he would come up and talk to him. And if I didn't know him through those time frames, I would think that's just normal Michael. I just would think that was him. But since I knew him, I'd be like, hey, he didn't come say anything. He kind of avoided me. What's going on here? It's like red flags. I'm like, I'll go say hi. And it's like, if we don't have, and I could have blew it off of like, ah, he walked away, no big deal. And, but. I should have prayed with him in the store. I look back now. I did have Royal and Brooklyn with me, but I should have made a way to pray there in the store, but I didn't. Missed that opportunity, but that's okay. We prayed in the car. But if you don't know your brothers and sisters enough to know that they're going through something, either by just looking at them, then, I don't know, just not much accord. Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. I was going to make a point on that. He, that's a perfect example. Well, and, and, and I'm going to go off something else you said. And I used to be the guy that would walk away when I'd either see you or somebody else. Like, oh, I'd be, used to be that guy, but I'm out of here. And it's still, around up, but man, he's still here. I'm going to have to go walk around. You know, that sparks on honesty is part of the court, being honest with yeah. each other. Truthful and honest. That's the best thing. Well, the, the thing I'm thinking about is what Sean had said about vulnerability. And that's a big thing, too, because, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes I've done this, and, and I, I, would, I would even put myself out there and say I'm, I'm the worst at it because we have this idea that, you know, okay, we come into church, and, you know, we're here to worship the Lord. And a, a lot of times the accord thing with your other brothers and sisters kind of gets pushed to the side. That's not really even a topic. It's just like, well, I'm here to worship the Lord, and it's none of your business how I worship or what I do. And, you know, a lot of those worldly ideas kind of sink them, you know, seep themselves into church. And before you know it, everybody's got these invisible lines that are drawn. It's like, oh, right, we're, you're over there. I'm over here. You can worship any way you want. I don't care. I worship any way I want. Just as long as I don't have to talk to you, you don't talk to me. You go your way when we're done. I'll go my way when we're done. And that is, that's a struggle sometimes. It's because we don't realize that it is more than just coming to a church service. And is that what happens in the service is dependent on how well we are in accord. And if you and if we do, if we were just to just take that, you know, as a concept and just say, okay, we're just going to do that. I'm just going to not talk to Sean, and I'm not going to get to know him. I really don't care what Sean does, and we just kind of come here. I don't think I don't think a lot's ever going to happen. Sure, going to be really hard to pray for him, you know, because we've got those invisible lines, and you'd almost feel, I guess, in a sense, you'd almost feel offended if those lines get crossed. So I think that's something to think yeah. about. We got to be vulnerable. I think that's that's the word. I'm Absolutely. Uh, caught my attention where the scripture here says they were all in one accord in one place uh, there of course as Jesus had instructed them to go and tarry and wait in Jerusalem uh, but what really uh, emphasizes this and really punches the power to it is, is the next word 
suddenly. Suddenly, think about that. So they had accord with one another to this point. Right. And because they had accord with one another, something was getting ready to happen. There came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind which filled all the house where they were sitting. You see the response of God when people are in accord? So it changed here. They were having accord with one another, but all of a sudden, God joined in, or the Holy Spirit joined in. Now they've got accord with the Holy Spirit because He's present. His presence has come in. This is, this is the mysterious part of, of the Holy Spirit existence and the ministry and the and everything that he does but it, it it's absolutely shared with the believers when they're in accord the magnitude of power i believe unlimited is loosed i mean can you imagine this scene right here first of all can you when it says this mighty rushing wind come in filled off what do you think was going on you know we can imagine papers flying everywhere hair getting blown i don't know what's going on it says a mighty rushing winds all i know and biblically, the Holy Spirit, you know, is represented by by uh, wind. Uh, I mean, there's several symbols of the Holy Spirit, and this is one of them. Uh, says the same thing about believers, really. Uh, the Holy Spirit is like a wind; it, it goes about where it wants to, and it's mysterious. Well, so are we mysterious when we're in accord, because the Holy Spirit's operated in the midst of our accord. And God comes in and establishes presence and begins the full, full ministry of the Holy Spirit in operation. So, again, that's the, the accord that God brings. Then he joins in. He comes on the scene. Yeah. You have somebody? Go ahead. Talk about the suddenly part. It's kind of like it took a while for this group of people to get in accord. I see that, yes. So... A church may not always be functioning in accord. Uh, Even though you think you are, everything may seem to be going smoothly. But spiritually, you know, we're thinking everything's perfect. We're, we're rolling right along, but there's always can be somebody disconnected, and God's just waiting. So mm -hmm. Like this situation, mm -hmm. God's just waiting. As soon as y'all get it together, I, I got something big for you. So how, how much how much have we missed as a church? And you know, you brought up another interesting point saying that is you get some in accord. What's the likelihood when another individual with the Holy Spirit stirring, they're going to get in accord? It might not be instantly, but sooner or later they're going to get in accord, and then it's more and more because you realize what's happening and what takes place when we're in accord with one another and the Holy Spirit, and then, again, this, this huge stir, uh, this empowerment, this massive glory from heaven comes and fills the place where we're at. It's huge. Yeah. The Lord takes work. It doesn't happen does. naturally. Mm -hmm. We can't just sit back and say, pretty quick, we'll all be in court. We have to make it happen. How do we do that? We have to work together. We have to come together. How do we do that? How do they do it? By not sitting down. Yep. By not just letting the It's Jimmy's turn. Somebody else will do it. Jimmy's turn. I'm not moving. Somebody else will set the spark here in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make a point 
One thing that we also also have to remember too, you know, when we're talking about being in one accord with the with the Holy Spirit, like the Pastor was saying, is that I think we also make some assumptions too that I think are dangerous. Um, just as a congregation, I think we automatically assume that everybody comes in here believes the same exact thing. You know, making the assumption that everybody in here Good. believes in the working of the Holy Spirit, believes in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, believes in a move of the Spirit. There's a lot of people that don't even believe in that stuff. And so I, I think it's I think it's important that we also display our faith in when God moves, as Sean was talking about, in stepping out of demonstration. And, you know, people will say, okay, well, what is that? Okay, we can explain from that point. But if we are, if we withdraw or we, you know, we pull out of it, we don't want to move with the Spirit because half the congregation doesn't even believe in a move with the Spirit. Well, then we've lost. We're not in one accord. We're, we're out of accord. We're, we're definitely out of accord of the Spirit. And so I think that's, that's something to consider because, you know, we, we just, with all of the opinions and all the ideas and people come in here, we just, we automatically assume because we're in a Pentecostal church that everybody believes in a move of Pentecost. And we found that, Pastor and I have talked about it many times, we found that not to be the case. Uh, you'd be surprised, you know, we've, Pastor and I have been in church with, over the years, different people, and then, you know, realize that, you know, these people are, they, they're not in a belief of a move of the Spirit. Not even in caring about being filled with the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's a, that's another uh, big thing, is there's a lot of people today that, yeah, we'll go to, we'll go to a Pentecostal church, but being filled with the Holy Spirit? Nah, that's for you guys. Don't go ahead. No, so you can see how that can separate and cause uh, a lot of division. Go ahead. Just think of Paul and Silas. That came to my mind earlier. It's like they they were both in court and both in jail, and they were the only two in the court, probably in that whole jail. They're just they're like they just got beat down. They're in shackles. Lord knows what they look like. Stocks. Stocks. They're just praising the Lord and singing the Lord. They weren't asking to get out of there. They were just praising the Lord. Lord's like. Guess today, what? Bible says today, today. Yeah. they were singing and praising. Yes. And it's like, just think of what happens. I'm thinking I'm going to probably get with you in like next service and be like, all right, we're going to be in accord on this happening tonight. And But just think if everyone came in here and just praised the Lord, however the Holy Spirit led them to, right. how this place would shake, mm -hmm. how his glory would just drop on this place, I will be adding that to my prayer. Yeah. All right. Oh, I sound like you're as we are early morning hours here. You're in accord with the Holy Spirit around here. That's good. Yeah, Brother Jim, go ahead. I'll, I'll read this. What he was saying was really great. Uh, in uh, Acts 4 31, it said, When they they had prayed, so you got to pray. Can't leave prayer out. That's it. That's what they were doing. It said, When they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Well, we've got to have that boldness of the Holy Spirit. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that all of the things which he possessed was his own but they had all things common. Mm -hmm. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of, of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. 
Amen. That's the continuation of the, uh, and, and further from there, I mean, you know, that's why we're here where we're at. The gospel was spread by the very people that were in accord uh, long ago uh, that continued in accord and, and the church growth. You know, the scripture, thousands, I believe, added daily. Can you figure that? Imagine that. Thousands added daily because of people being in accord. Absolutely. Fill with the Holy Ghost, you're going to have that boldness and 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 walk by God. You're going to have that boldness because He's going to give you boldness when He gives you the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Ghost takes over, then it's really not you anymore. It's, it's the Holy Ghost. Uh, Brother Wilder brought a point earlier, and uh, basically that we're not all the same. We got different personalities. We got we're just we're different, and still yet we can come together in belief, right? In mindset, in soul connection. How many of you refer to your spouse as your soulmate? One connection, that heart connection, that that uh, that intense closeness that that is within that relationship but the same thing in as an example occurs but to much more of a degree when when believers in god are together in court because that is a supernatural connection there's a difference and when we're charged i like to refer to it that way charged of the holy spirit and we're in accord i believe that he creates ability to be more in accord. The more in accord you are, the more in accord you become. More of God. More of the presence of God. And uh, that that if you can if you can really read between the lines of these scriptures and really view the early church as it was, as how much they were come against, how much they were opposed, put in jail, uh, tried to be shut down, but this accord would not allow that to happen. Because it was so huge and so tremendous of a power originated by God and given to these early believers to distribute throughout the church. And you were right. If everybody could just get on board with this and apply themselves and become a part of it, another twine in the cord, every time you put a twine in a cord, it becomes stronger and more unbreakable. And, you know, that's... Uh, that's the uh, again the operation the church is supposed to have and be about. Is Somebody else. Sometimes our, our mindset can be so easily broken. I mean, anything, any little thing can just set it off. And then, yep. Good point. Yep. Yeah. Distraction. Yeah. All right for sure. Yeah. Everything's fine. Get here if something happens. Mm -hmm. I'll get it back. Right. So much involved. We're winding down on time. Does anybody else got it? So easy. It's so hard to get it, but it's so easy to lose it. Mm -hmm. It's yes. so so hard to so hard to gain that. It's so so easy for it to to, to slip away and, and and then that's it. Um yeah, I'm just there's there's such a deep topic to talk about with a cord, and I think it's uh, it's good for us to be talking about this tonight. It, it's Very strength, good. but you're right, it's it's also fragile. Yes. 
That's what brings up the point of how we need to be Christian enough to support and to to uh, flex when necessary and and um, bend when we have to. I mean, it's just you can really break this thing in pieces yeah. real easy if you're not careful. Yes, that's good. And uh, again, the strength and power is is the awesomeness of God, and I, I can't stress enough the importance of it. Well, Brother Jimmy read the part about prayer. Mm-hmm. And you think about it, they didn't come into court until prayer was in the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I believe that a church will not come together in court without prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Pray yeah. in church, mm-hmm. It's going to basically go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even I, before I come here, several years before I was here, so I've been here for almost 20 years. I was a part of a church that come together in a powerful way because everybody was praying. And then once the church got big and just everything seemed to be going good, the prayer stopped. And shortly after the prayer stopped, division set in and the church was destroyed and fell apart because the prayer stopped. So prayer can't stop. Prayer has uh-huh. to keep going. Prayer is what protects God's work. Prayer is what moves us forward. Prayer is a real big part of it. <coughs> Because I've seen it, I've seen it bring unity together, and then I've seen the unity fall and fail because of the lack of prayer. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Um, I've been in church with a well, all, all got in one accord. The Holy Ghost took over, and I mean, everybody was, everybody was just in one accord, and praying and, and a shouting and a going and and Man. things was going and God was blessing and. And then there was miracles done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miracles. And it yeah. talks about that too in Acts. Yes, I was reading that earlier. I was going to bring that up. We're winding down here. Um, there were miracles among the apostles, I believe, the scriptures of mm-hmm. the as, as they worked in accord. And again, that's that's the uh, the presence of the Holy Spirit stirred and magnified uh, the more accord there is and more miraculous things take place. And again, you know, I was wondering the other day, where's all the miracles? Yeah. You ever wonder that? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What happened? I'm not talking about. I'm talking about everywhere. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Something. There's a connection been lost here. Very few anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's more important that the church strive and stress the importance of accord among all of us to to keep it intact and and unique. It's a unique thing that we have as a gift to God. Is this wonderful uh, method and mechanism by which we operate? I'll say this, and then and then uh, I'll be done. Uh, Waylon said he talked. He said mentioned prayer. You know, you think about how how volatile this could be. I mean, think about what he what he said about prayer, and how many people probably don't even agree with that. That's you. We we can't come into one accord if we can't even agree on the fundamentals. He said, Waylon says, well, well, prayer is where it's at. This is what we need to do. And then if you got three or four in your midst to say, well, we should pray sometime, but we got some other things we need to be doing too. Well, we got this we need to be doing. We're not in accord. We're, we're, we're strung out. We're all in all kinds of different places. We got these strings out there, and they're attached to these different things. And that's, that's it. I mean, if, it don't, if we can't get the fundamentals right, if the church can't come back to just simple Okay, we need to pray. Can we all agree that we need to pray? And then everybody do that prayer. Okay, we let's go to step two, and then so on and so forth. 
But yeah, if we can't, you, you, there's so many people that are drawn in so many different directions today. Uh, can't even agree on the simple things, and I think that's that's hurting us. Let's flip the coin here. We've been talking for the longest about all this chaos going on. Why do you think that's going on? Why do you think it's still going on? See, evil has an accord too. Yes, it's not just evil. And I'm gonna tell you, they're in full operation because they got like-mindedness. They're teamed up. They're all for the same purpose and cause, even though it's a bad one. But look how much energy they've got, that, that, that accord, even though it's an evil accord, look how much it creates. And their momentum is unbelievable. And I'm telling you what, they're not giving up. Well, the church should be much greater and, and bigger than that in the accord we've been given. If we were, I don't think we'd be seeing what we're seeing. It's just me. But uh, anyway... Thank God for the ability we have to to live and experience the accord that God's given us and, of course, the Holy Spirit power in the midst of it. So. All right. Great. Appreciate all your comments tonight and all of you coming. So, uh, y'all stand. We'll prepare to dismiss. Mr. Billy, would you dismiss us tonight? Heavenly Father, Lord God, we ask you to go with us as we leave your home, Lord, and go to our homes, Father. Bless each and every person here, Father, and keep them safe and warm, Lord, and watch over them and heal, Lord. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother. No, thank you. Appreciate you getting involved.